All right, guys, we uh, recorded for a little bit and realized that only one of us was recording, so now we're back. Mm-hmm. Is it recording? Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, so, yeah, episode 69, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What did we just say? Uh, Anything how we, we didn't talk about Thanksgiving missed? dinner. We got to talk about that and how if it's so good, I can only really have it one time a year. I think it's because it's so heavy. Hefty, hefty, hefty. hefty. Wimpy, um, wimpy, wimpy. But like, imagine having stuffing every day. Mm. My stuffing kind of hits. My stuffing's Yeah, it's crazy. delicious. But like, you can't eat that heavy shit every day. No. Um, Be a thousand pounds. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> I'm stuffed. Uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm stuffed. <laughs> I skipped Thanksgiving this year. Oh I fell yeah. Asleep, what woke the fuck? up at like nine thirty. I was like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> it was kind of sad. That's why we didn't talk about Thanksgiving. <laughs> you had the darkest Thanksgiving of your life. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Woke up in my cold bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Woke up in my cold bedroom, like, damn, I'm mistaken. <laughs> Look in the fridge, it's just like a piece of sliced turkey. You're like, uh, it's just empty. I guess this will do. <laughs> oh, man. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. My stuff, like the stuffing, because. My mom made uh she put sausage in the stuffing this time. Great. So good. Right. You gotta really wing it. So I feel like people good. just get too like bogged down with Yeah, like oh it's gotta be just plain mashed potatoes. We've been doing it the same way for a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, what's good with mac and cheese? I feel like mac and cheese should be at every Thanksgiving. I find out. Oh yeah, we talked about that. Thanksgiving's like yeah. not every single Thanksgiving. It should be. I mean, I don't like mac and cheese, so I'm for cool sure. with it. Um but yeah, I, I like didn't even know that till this year. Mm. I didn't know that other people had mac and cheese at their Thanksgiving. But it's yeah, a shame when I you mean, don't. It's just, I guess it's like a, I don't know, just a family tradition type of thing. Because mm. everybody's got different Thanksgivings. One Thanksgiving doesn't look the same as another Thanksgiving. Because mm-hmm. they're all unique. What you Googling? Did you watch that video that I sent you? Of the throw me the numbers? No. Ah, oh, dude. I was thinking of this thing. Oh, MZ. Have you ever heard of this person? Oh. Okay, so a Japanese billionaire. Yusaku Maizawa. He, uh, he bought nine seats on SpaceX. Yeah. Their trip to the moon. And he has a... An application that you can go fill out to be one of the one of the other eight seats on this flight to the moon. So uh, how much? How much is it? No, so it's a free. You just have to fill out the application and hope that Uh, he chooses you. Let's do it. There's a chance. I wonder what type of people they're gonna pick. All different races. (laughs) That was racist. (laughs) Wow! Cut that! Cut that! <laughs> cut that! <laughs> oh shit! Uh, oh no, we are recording. Um, sorry. 
All right, you have to wa watch this video, turn the volume all the way up, and like so the the microphone can pick up the audio. We need like a live reaction. Yeah, a live reaction, but you gotta watch it too. Okay, hold on. <coughs> okay, I'm here. Let top, me see. This is the top one. Who is this guy? This is an old, like, kind of old video. Put it up to the mic, but like in your eyeballs. Put in random stuff. Give me a password. Password. Out with it. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, out with it. <laughs> He's like, uh, my password. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's crazy. That shit had me dying. Really good. Why did they even minutes. make that? <laughs> it was mad funny. Um, <sighs> but yeah. So going to space. Are you gonna sign up? Can you sign up? Uh, I don't think I'd want to. Honestly, I don't want to be like the like the space pioneers. I want to be like. Yeah, I would. When they're all comfy out there, yeah, like, I'll come check it out. Yeah pretty cozy over here it's still pretty nuts to go to the moon yeah but yeah i think i'm all good too because we we're gonna explode? see i bet i i don't i i haven't done any research on like how flights were back then when they first started like doing commercial flights but i'm sure to start off it was a lot of deaths <laughs> yeah probably it's the safest way to travel now is it the flight yeah by flight yeah it's the safest way I guess so. Well, it makes sense. I hope it's the safest. It's the sky. Like, yeah, you better not crash space. into anything. Like, yeah. in the ground, you got to worry about crashing into everything. In the air, it's like you don't crash into that one thing, like the Earth. I wish there was like big ass birds flying around in the sky, like that would like be, the whales of the sky. That would be terrifying. Like Articuno. Yeah, it'd be terrifying. You it'd take be terrifying, a flight, but like... It's like, oh yeah, we got Superbird here. <laughs> to your right, Superbird. And it can like take us out. Or nah. like a pterodactyl. Ptera. Pterodactyl. I'm shaking my head right now. Don't worry, I got it, guys. Don't You're worry. You're essing your age. <sighs> What'd you say? Don't worry, guys, I got it. Yeah, I'm shaking my <laughs> head. Don't worry, I got y'all. I got us. Not acknowledging it. Yep. So. Shaking my head. <laughs> um, what was the thing? Oh, yeah. Pi's going mainnet. Oh, another huge thing. Huge. We're all going to be billionaires. Um, I think, did we talk about like the lockup rate last time? Or did we? No, so it that? went live in between last episode and now. Okay, cool. So... On Pi, they give you the option now. Like, I think the fixed option was to lock up 90% of your Pi 
for mm-hmm. three years. And in exchange for that, you get a 400% boost in your mining rate. Yeah, so a three. So if you locked up your pie for the next three years, you get a 438.22% mining rate boost. That might be different. Five mine times. Was, mine was like 402 or like 410. Maybe it's because you have more people in your thing. Uh, maybe. Or maybe because um, you got in earlier. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. But still, five times as much pie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. I mean, it's definitely cool to see because like this does sort of minimize the like potential for everyone to just dump it as soon as it exactly. Comes out. I hundred percent agree. And it's co- What's so different is like pie. There's different things that. Pie is kind of interesting because what it does. See, I'm at 407. Oh, yeah. And I have I have 90 for three years. Is it 90% times 20 times log 272? 184. Oh, you've, it's based on how many mining sessions you've completed. Oh. So I have 184. Yeah, so I have, t- yes. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Interesting. I like that kind of. Yeah, so my pie has such a weird. Um, it's different. It's different than all other cryptos that I've seen still to this day, which is kind of cool. So I'm curious to see like how where it fits, and most people still don't even talk about it. So, yeah, and we're gonna have. I mean, we I just downloaded the browser because you have to to, whatever like for the main net. Mm-hmm. Has it been out or like did they just release it? No, so Pi Browser has been out for a while, but okay. you do need to go. So what what would happen is when early on when they launched the Pi Browser, yeah, they allowed like a small group of people that they opened up to anyone. Anyone could have done it, but you could trade a hundred Pi for anything. So like it was kind of just seeing a test and see like oh how would we trade Pi and see if the network can handle. Uh, trading pie in between pie users. Hmm. So the real thing that's the biggest test for pie is going to be if it can stay as a medium for exchange. Yeah, right. I mean, they had the, I mean, with the hackathon, they had so many applications for it mm-hmm. and new. Yeah. Like, and those are things that like most other networks don't have. Yeah. So I'm curious to see like, if it's, we don't know. Like it's so the the this style, I guess, of internet is going to be so different. A lot of companies are going to shake out and not be anything. Yeah. But some of them are going to. I'm really curious, like what its starting value is going to be. Yeah, I'm going to lock up. Regardless, because whatever value it is, it should should only go up unless like every single person just like dropped it at once but you got 29 million people who are logging on to this thing and mining so so i wonder if they're gonna have like in the future like boosts for people who hadn't downloaded it b- before the mainnet. yeah i don't think so so we we are gonna have an advantage of oh yeah huge advantage we get the people who are coming in early even like even like the people who i've invited late who don't have that much pie like 100 pie like 200 pie 
they're still going to have an advantage over somebody who has to like physically buy their pie. Right. I don't know. It's going to be cool. Yeah, I think that it should it should have some usability. Pay for our internet, hopefully. Yep, so now <laughs> we're reaching phase three mainnet. Hell yeah. Gotta make a pie wallet. Yep. We're gonna follow all those those steps on the thing. Mm-hmm. So like one of the um so Pi did two periods pretty much. They did the uh the beta, which we're in now, and then the main net is the secondary stage. Mm-hmm. So a problem with like most uh cryptos is that you can only choose two. So it's either scalability, decentralization, or um I think the last one's utility. So you can only pick two of the three. Yeah. So usually like if you oh low gas fees so that's like the third one and like quickness of use okay so you can only pick two of the three so what pi did is they pick decentralization mm-hmm. and utility or like low gas fees yeah and they created that in the first half the like the uh the beta and then instead to use the scalability it was like you have to invite a real person and then create it create the larger network that way yeah so they kind of did all three right or yeah is that is like that's what the whole that's what they're trying to do yeah. so most company or most blockchains right now can only pick like two of the three so mm-hmm. hopefully like because they did it in this way um will allow them to get all three yeah hmm. yeah so it's um there's not many others. I do. I think there are others that exist, but I haven't heard of them. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have heard of this if it weren't for you or Gabe. Yeah. Um, Gabe, I don't know how he found out. Yeah. I wonder who told him. Yeah. Like I always, I always look back on it too. And I'm like, wow, like we were really in the hundreds of thousands. If it was super early, like he must've, there must've been like a short line to like the actual creator of it. Yeah. 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 Like we were in the first like hundred twenty thousand, like yeah, that's ridiculous. And now we're at twenty nine million. Like, where's the CEO? Like, where does he live? It's um a group, and they're all Stanford. It's like two gra- two doctors from Stanford, and then one master student. So like high education level. Stanford in Connecticut, uh, California. Oh. Way off. Something like that. California or Oregon. I forget. It might be Oregon. Yeah, California. Damn. I got to brush up on geography and college locations. It's not very useful, but. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Like, we've been, we've been following it and talking about it for a while and excited about the main net. So. Yeah. It's cool to see where it goes. More and more people are getting on. Twenty nine million. Damn. You said you were at twenty thousand when you yeah. joined. No, a hundred thousand. Like a hundred twenty thousand. Still. Yeah, even being like in the first million is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I joined at like I don't know, like seventeen million. Mm-hmm. Something like that. 
And if, looking back at it, you're almost, we're close, we're getting close to, to doubling it. yeah, we're getting close to doubling it. Like, I'm sure we're going to double it in this next year. I think I've only had it for two years since that 29 million. And it's not going to be like a, the more people who get on it, the faster it's going to increase. So, yeah. I wonder if they like are um, strategically not marketing it mm. so that the scarcity is there. Um, yeah. And, and they like want to wait till the main net and like, watches. then maybe they advertise at places. Mm. Cause once it reaches the main net, it's going to get listed. Mm hmm. That's going to be cool. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious what it's listing price. I can't wait to see how much free money we made. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. For clicking once a day. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we got Pi coming in soon. Mm -hmm. Um, We wanted to have a little discussion about Mr. Beast. Mm -hmm. Well, how do we bring it up, like... Um, ah, cause, uh, pretty much just about like his work ethic early and then, oh yeah. Okay. And just how early on, how he was grinding and yeah, what he was doing. Working at it all day, all night. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I don't know anything about him. <laughs> well, he, um, except that he has like a ton of money. Yeah. It's crazy because it, it's just so wild that it just didn't even start like that. Like, Yeah. What did he do? Like in the Originally? Beginning? I'm pretty sure. I always fudge this story up. But, like, he... One of his earliest videos is he did something as a fundraiser or, like... He did a fundraiser to, like, help, like, the homeless, I think. Okay. Or like he won a competition where he ended up some one of these two ways. He ended up with $10,000. And he was like, right after he won it, he is with his mom. And he's like, yeah, like, oh, I think this was what it was. He got $10,000 to do a fundraiser for like homelessness. Okay. And he was like, hey, like, all right, like, you're giving me this $10,000. I'm just going to take this $10,000 and go outside and just, like, give it to a homeless person. Oh, okay. so his See, mom. I don't like that. Huh? I don't like that. But yeah, so his but his mom and the guy who was giving him the money was like, hey, like, why are you giving out like this $10,000 to this person when mm-hmm. like, why don't you just give him $9,000? And he's like, oh, $10,000 for the thumbnail. It'll look better. Like, and people are going to love it and you're going to make this $10,000 back that like we can make a bigger impact with. So he ends up doing that, giving it to this guy and he was right. The video gets over a million views and they end up making that money back and using that money for like a different charitable cause. So that's like how he ended up making his first, making that money back and then like turning it over into other videos. Um, which yeah, like Mike said, it, it made a compelling conversation because mike was like yeah like that he didn't like that so yeah i don't know like the idea of like doing the right thing when no one's watching uh i feel like is um 
like a strong and good idea. And when people are like showcasing their good deeds, I don't know, it just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, because I can't even say this as a Mr. Beast fan because I don't subscribe to him and I've never actually watched a Mr. Beast video. I've only seen like snippets of it. Um, like as a, like sometimes I'll be like watching a stream and like that person will put on a Mr. Beast video. Yeah. Um, but it's still done regardless. Like, yeah, it's all going to like, but like is, what is he doing now? Is he giving to charities now? He still gives away a lot of money. Yeah. Like, uh, like I said, I think I brought this up on one time with a guy. I think I brought it up like two or three pods ago with a guy is a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Beast is like, all right, like I give you this like five pound dumbbell and you're going to curl it to uh, like a hundred times. Yeah. And then every like time over a hundred times that you curl it. Yeah. I'm going to give like $10 to charity. Okay. So the guy's like lifting it and then he like gets to like a some point and then he's like, all right, like now like this is going to go to you for every like $10 plus that you do. So he ends up giving this like bodybuilder like X amount of money. Hmm. It's kind of, it's, um, I definitely do get that though. Like that can rub you the wrong way. And I, I don't know why I don't watch his videos, but. I feel like it is weird for me to watch like some guy just give away money. Yeah. People like that though. No, yeah, a lot of people like it obviously cuz he's fucking got a ton of subscribers and a ton of money and a from ton. doing it. Yo, like he has to have a lot, a lot, a lot. Mhm. He's just throwing money everywhere. Mm. And uh yeah, I don't know if people saw that he did like a Squid Game thing. Mhm. But I've heard like people say that it was like contradictory to the point of Squid Game, because the point is so in Squid Game, like all the con- all the people that in the game are like they have like crazy amounts of debt mm-hmm. to people, and like this is the whole Squid Game is supposed to like give them a chance to win money to cover their debts and stuff. Mm. Um. But it was just like a fucked up system. Like, oh, you have to like risk your life to get out of debt. Um, so like, I don't know. It was just, it's a weird like, uh, like this Mr. Beast guy who has a ton of money staging this game that's supposed to be for like people who are in debt. It's just so crazy to me because it's so many subscribers. How many is it? Uh, eighty-five point six million. Oh my god! And like he just posted a video yesterday, and it has twenty-seven million views. <laughs> and what like, it? huh? What is it? Last video. Uh, extreme million-dollar hide and seek <laughs> with uh. The older Paul Logan. I've seen like one of those videos. It's like he like bought a whole like fucking movie theater, like old movie theater, or he like rented out the whole building. Mm-hmm. And he like, then he like had 
workers come into the building and make like trap doors and he was hiding underneath the building <laughs> i'm like how much money do you have <laughs> yeah That's because so crazy like he's the, the number work. one youtuber so like the thing about yeah. it is like we already know at the top end some youtubers make like mad money yeah like million dollars a year mm-hmm. i don't know the thing is too is like it's so crazy about it because it's only going to go up because we've had times on here we've talked about how like like he does do great things like he's a part of he did he did challenge like a bunch of youtubers to like raise money to plant trees like around the world. So like he started charities that like do great. Yeah. So I I honestly don't think that like he's a malicious guy in any way. Yeah. But yeah, we know on the upper end like YouTubers make so much money and the internet's only spreading around the world and YouTube is the number one way for con- of consumption in the world like bigger than anything anyone can think of like youtube is the biggest netflix google like youtube just has a hold on everything so it's only gonna grow yeah because it's like a global thing yeah like everybody uses youtube from everywhere yeah except for like china yeah it's really china doesn't allow any american company really into china so like so weird but we allow mad stuff from them so that's why people usually get mad like oh like why do we have all this stuff from china when like none of our stuff is in Mm -hmm. because none of our stuff is exported there what do you think is like more strict north korea or china north korea yeah i think i generally think that the people in china are happy there like yeah well, like, I'm sure they live great lives. Like, they must have their problems, too, but we don't hear it as much. But Korea must be trash. Like, they don't even know it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I can't. It's so difficult. Like, you can make a great argument that, like, we live in one of the worst places to live. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I bet people in Korea, may, they might get being taken care of crazy. Like, they don't have to worry about health care or, like. Yeah. I just don't know. Like, not much information gets out of there. Also, everyone hates us. Yeah. For the most part. I Uh, talked to one person. um, They were Italian. And they were like, yeah, like, we don't hate America. We just want America to be... Like, America is the best country. And they're like, we just want America to be, like, what it's supposed to be. We want America to be as great as, like, it's supposed to be. Yeah. Because on paper, it is supposed to be great. It's just that, like... I feel like we've lost our way. And yeah. I feel like we're a crumbling country. A little bit, maybe. <sighs> um, I've had something to say about China, I think. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, the how long have they had the thing where you, you can only have one child? That's been there for a while. It has been there for a while. They're starting to see repercussions from that. Like what? Like now they're getting a bunch of males and like most males uh, can't find a female. Yeah. And like, it's crazy. Like 
I saw some statistic that was like most men over some age that we think is absurd here. Like, I'm just going to put out like men over like 27 years old, like yeah. crazy rate of like being virgins. Hmm. Or like they just have never like touched a woman before. I guess that would make sense. 20 something? No, I mean, <laughs> it's definitely crazy, but like if they're for so long have only had one like yeah that's a great like the a reproductions common. like yeah. crazy like much lower than ours mm-hmm. then i mean are males like is there like a just a higher rate like if you have a kid is it more likely to be a, a male no they wanted to keep the males because they're like oh these are the ones that like make more money and like they can take care of me when i'm older oh so what if they had a girl could they they could just put it up for adoption and then like try again yeah and then well, they, they keep even that keep one them. kid yeah or just they wouldn't even oh, keep them jesus christ they're like oh if it was a female like they'd be like oh well abort it <laughs> that's fucked up yeah so like yeah it sucks i could be in a dude there and like it's something crazy like it's like Usually everywhere it's like more females than males, but for some reason there, well, we know why, but it's like yeah. 60 to 70% male. Damn. Yeah, that's not good. 40 to 30% female. So that's like literally like you're not going to find, there's a chance you won't find a woman. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder if there's like guys, well, I mean, you obviously have your mom. Oh, who yeah, don't have a woman in their life? Or, like, haven't even, like, talked to one. Mm. Well, they would have, lo- like, it, I'm. there has to be psychological things that come with that. Like, yeah. like I've seen on um college campuses where, like, there are more males than females. Yeah. Like, I think the females end up naturally just, uh, I think they ended up in more relationships. Okay. And the males just, like. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, and then the males like just don't have as much access. And then when it's the opposite, where there's more females than males, males just don't want to commit naturally because there's just so many women always around. Interesting. So the males must have like mental health issues there. Yeah. Let's take weird. a guess, yeah. Gender psychology. Hey, we need a gender psychologist. I wonder if that's like a class. Sounds like it could be. That sounds like a very millennial class or like Gen Z class. Yeah. Like in 20 years, there'll be like gender psychology. (laughs) All the Gen Zs and millennials are just teaching it. I watched like some, I don't know if I talked to you about this, but um, there's this guy, Jim Quick, who like. Oh, I think you have brought up to me. I forget. Yeah, but he was talking about uh, how like there should be classes in schools for like retaining information and like methods of like how to improve that and like how to improve your memory. What's the other one? Like information processing and stuff Mm. more like how to actually learn rather than like learning material. I was just talking to somebody about this, like, two days ago and I a hundred percent agree. I think like our teaching method is 
is just a little odd. Or like could be better. Cause I feel like we've we've been teaching the same way for so long. Like and we should be learning from that and iterating on it. But yeah. we just like leave it the exact same. And then it's mm-hmm. really I think a funding it's like issue. Thanksgiving. Yep. <laughs> like Thanksgiving. It's like our government. Like all of this stuff, we just keep it the exact same. Yeah. Even though like it's just kind of stupid. I don't know. I feel like for anything, iteration is the best thing you could do. Yeah. And like I think small iteration gives to long learn long term like lasting change. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just I think that boils down to everything. Um I'm gonna patent a quote right now. Let's hear it. In order to learn, you must first learn to learn. Michael Nolan. It's true. <laughs> Fantastic. Inspired it's absolutely by true. Whatever that guy is. It's absolutely true. And it's like I mean, I guess they've tried like with like uh multiplication tables. But that's just like repetition. But I like, think there are some things that are like hard hard like things that have to be in the curriculum. Yeah. But I think there needs to be a lot more things that just have abstract learning instead of learning like specific tasks. Like I think yeah. we should in ev- like there should be something that is strictly based on like learning how to be in a team. Mhm. I think a lot of people just don't have that ability. Yeah. Like and we do like group projects. But I feel like there should be other things that like require you to be on a team mm-hmm. to like complete a task. Yeah. Because no matter what, you're always going to have to work with someone. Yeah. Like nothing gets done on your own. So you have to. That's something you need to learn. Right. If I think about like. Because <clears throat> like every like teacher in school kind of would teach a different way. Mm hmm. And their classes would be structured different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had to like, on top of the material that they were teaching you, you had to like sort of adapt and like learn how to absorb that information the way they're presenting it to you. Mm-hmm. Like if one teacher just throws up slides, uh, that might be, might be more difficult to retain that information as opposed to like a teacher that has like a discussion based mm-hmm. teaching method mm-hmm. or like a teacher that just like tells you to like read a book mm. for a class. Um, mm. And it's crazy cause it gets worse the older you get. Yeah. And it's like, if you can like, if you could learn, or like if there if there could be like a focus on like what strengths you have and like what what format, like say a kid is like super good at like looking at the slides and retaining that information, mm-hmm. but he sucks at like discussion based, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, learning. You could like hone that skill of mm-hmm. like learning from looking at slides or whatever, like giving getting information through text, and then like the person who is better in the discussion-based learning, could focus on that. Mm-hmm. 
and that could like but i feel like that would better help people actually like figure out what they want to do but like it feels like it's like all just like thrown at us and then i mean i don't even really knew like i knew i was good at math so i like kind of like math more than more like Mm -hmm. other stuff Mm um i don't know if that means like i want to be doing math for my job but I feel like I'm more inclined. Yeah, it feels like in like we're talking about something so complex, but I feel like there it's always just like, oh, whatever like it's too complex and difficult. But there's people smarter than us who could be working on this thing. Yeah. But it feels like we go backwards from jobs and then like backtrack to like what you need to learn and how you need to learn and how you need to like work. Yeah. But I feel like it should go the other way and it should be like how you work and what you enjoy learning and like when you like to work, like should bring you back to a job and not the other way around. That would make more sense. But it's like, yeah, that would make a whole lot more sense. Cause like, When you go to a new job, it's like, okay, I have no idea how to do this job. Mm-hmm. And, but it should be more like, I know how to do this job. What now jobs I have c- me now do Now I can like expand on that mm-hmm. and like do better in that job. Um, and then you need like job experience just to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> That's so shitty. Th- like, I hate that shit. It's like. All right, you just out of college. Well, mm-hmm. we require five years of experience, marketing yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. Where's that? And it's like, this is a problem, a huge problem we're having with like the education to job pipeline where like the job market's just like, there's no such thing as entry level jobs anymore. Like, yeah, we only want, you to, we're not going to put money into you because whenever you go to a new job, you're negative on the job like yeah so the longer you can't work or work at like peak productivity for them the more money that's being wasted on you yeah so like that's why it's so difficult for them to want to do that to just take on someone who doesn't have that experience right but it leaves like a weird place where like you have people with degrees who are accepting jobs that pay very little yeah or like i know people with degrees who have to work multiple jobs and it's like not it's not okay that's not right yeah having two jobs sucks oh yeah i've done it before and it's just not it like i had to reevaluate everything after working two jobs i was like hold on like how much time is there again (laughs) yeah and it's like so much time and effort and it's like i'm doing all this yes i'm getting paid good money but it's like is that how i want to be paid good money yeah it's just a value of your time Mm -hmm. i'd rather do something that i enjoy and feel fulfilled doing we're put less hours and make more yeah that guy uh jordan peterson he always talks about like you have to figure out how much value your time has Mm -hmm. and then like when you have like the opportunity to get a job you should like um negotiate based on your 
the time requirement. Yeah, on and the that, val- like the value of your time. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about um like with most like clients when uh, whenever I'm like negotiating something like that. So I was like, hey, like I understand like you don't like what my fee is, but that's how much time and effort I have to put into this, and like that's yeah. the value of it. Like mm-hmm. you may not agree with it, but this is why I'm doing this and like you're complaining about it. Right. <laughs> Sadly, like that's like a tough thing. Well, it's not a tough it is, thing, but it's like a annoying thing at the it restaurant is. too. Oh, with how much stuff is? No, like based on like when you get your check back. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, I worked really hard for this table, yeah, or whatever. I like put a lot of effort into mm-hmm. taking care of these people. Mm-hmm. What they give me, mm-hmm. and then like you're either disappointed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, constant reminders of that at the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the most like, and that's what I feel like when people are like, oh yeah, like I tip them. Sometimes somebody like, it's very I, I have never tipped somebody zero. Just because I've been nah. in the service industry before. Yeah. I had a group of friends who actually recently tipped somebody zero. Really? And I was like, yo, I'm really hoping that like you got, I hope and pray that you guys made the right decision. Yeah. Because I was like, you guys know I wouldn't wouldn't have let that happen. Like, right. Yeah. So from what they were saying, she was very awful. Yeah. I hope they were right. I from the bottom of my heart, I hope that they were right. <laughs> I hope she wasn't surprised. Yeah, right. Sometimes I've been like, all right, well, this person gave me zero. Yeah, I was super busy. I didn't even look their direction, and I fucked yeah. up a couple times. Like, it's where you like have to learn like what's worth putting mm-hmm. your effort into. And it's like you're trying to figure out your the value of your time. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, like now, like this, ha- doing this pod has such high value for me. It's like, I'm doing this over most things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. This is what I'd prefer doing, definitely. Um, I wonder how we started this discussion. Um, This one was about, with. what, this discussion here? Was it Mr. Beast? It wasn't Mr. Beast. <laughs> we were talking about Mr. Beast and like, where his, where... But that's the thing, too. Like, he also must put a crazy amount of time into his videos. Yeah. Bring us back. Thank you. Yeah, he must bring, put a lot of time and effort into them. And he does a lot of good. It's not like, at first, I was like, why would I watch this guy? I still haven't watched this guy's videos. But I'm like, I still think this. Like, why would I watch a guy's videos who just gives away money? But he gives it away to, like, normal people. It's not like he has people on there that are like, my dad's a millionaire and like this mm-hmm. guy's giving me yeah. like chump change pretty much. <laughs> like, yeah, that'd be whack. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you want to talk about the waterfall thing or? Yeah. So this is also another something that's going on right now for those who don't know, like Biden is attempting to pass the build back better, uh, plan, which is, I guess like helpful, but some of the things that I've seen in it, um, were that there's seven, $7.5 billion going to, uh, electric vehicle infrastructure. So that's like just battery. I mean, that's a charging stations, Mm -hmm. but 
the problem with things like this is that when you just hand out money that the government does and we don't do a well good job of handling our spending and like where money is allocated to yeah you're just gonna have a bunch of people who are just gonna pop up and be like oh yo you're building infrastructure for electric vehicles i'll build it like give me money like i'll take money i'll do it and you're gonna end up with like a bunch of people who are doing poor jobs putting them in places they're not supposed to be or places that aren't as effective and i just don't see it going well yeah um and it's sad that we couldn't go to a company like Tesla who's been doing it for 10 years mm-hmm. and knows where electric infrastructure is good and where it's not. Because a lot of these companies like Charge America, they put them in, they ask the same question, like, where do we put electric car? Where do we put chargers at? Yeah. And most people can't even think of where an electric car charger is. Right. But they're always at like um, parking garages. And there's only like one or two spots. Yeah. And it's like, what gas station would you go to that only had one pump? Like two <laughs> pumps. Like Yeah, right. It would get swarmed. It just wouldn't work. Yeah, it'd be a big line. Line. Don't know why. And you can line. and you can have like there's a thing that I don't have an electric vehicle, but it is something that people call it is icing mm-hmm. an electric car station where like a gas vehicle will park in it. So that probably <laughs> happens a bunch of places. The chargers I don't kinda work. Kind of want to do that just to ice them. <laughs> yeah, let's ice it. Yeah. <laughs> just like one. I got a Tesla behind me, like a the most expensive one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you ice them, yeah. Swear right in there. It happens. Like yeah. it's a real. So that and it's only two spots, so that gets taken. So right. Um, this is a problem that like traditional automakers are gonna have to battle and i don't think they're doing anything to handle it but it's going to be a huge problem because yeah i feel bad people i still i say this up all the time when people tell me like yeah see like you're just a tesla like fanboy but it's like yo i know a lot of electric vehicles yeah and i can't recommend them or bring them up or talk about them or bring any light to them because they don't have true usability like mm-hmm. their range isn't that good yeah or there's no place to charge him. I know a guy who recently was like, yeah, like he's about to sell. My, one of my other favorites beyond Tesla is the Ford Mach-E. And he's like, yeah, like I'm about to sell the thing because I can't charge it anywhere. Like I, I, he lives in New York and he's like, I can't drive anywhere because there's no charging infrastructure. And he's like, I have to sell it and buy a Tesla. Really? Like, and he was uh, a Ford fan. it's not compatible. Okay. Because I was thinking New York should probably have a lot of stations. Like a charging stations, but are they just Tesla? Yeah, stations. Okay. Yeah, and there's not many like traditional. And the thing is, is like sometimes. So like, uh, Charge America yeah. was actually created through Volkswagen. Volkswagen okay. got sued uh, because for years they they weren't implementing technology into their vehicles that would make them more efficient. Okay. So use less gas. They are like capping them at a level of efficiency and it accounted for like hundreds of tons of CO2 put into the atmosphere. Yeah. And it's like, yo, you guys literally just destroyed our atmosphere literally for money. Like, yeah. And I've been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. So uh 
like I don't know. It's just it's just kind of messed up. Like Volkswagen's been pretty terrible. Like I know we spoke about Herbert Deist, the CEO, right? Um, but for the longest time, they were terrible. Yeah. Um, so we'll. I, I don't. I don't really see it happening. So, yeah. Is Herbert Deist like? Is he a new CEO or was he recent? Like, Probably. I think the last like five, okay. four, so four like years. Trying to like cover switch it around. Yeah. So they put him in place because it's like, all right, we need to like yeah. change the company. But now that he's in. He's getting pushed back from everyone below him because it's all people who've worked at Volkswagen for like there's so, there's fathers and sons who work at Volkswagen. Yeah. Like yeah. it's an old company. I work down at the factory. Yep. And it's like I've built Volkswagen my father since. And my yep. father, my grandfather. Him. Yep. So he's trying <laughs> to be like, all right, let's change it up. And yeah. And they're like, absolutely not. Like the Porsche family who who's a who's a. Uh like a majority shareholder in Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. They're literally like, we don't see what Herbert Deist is trying to do like in our futures. Hmm. And let's just keep in mind their number one, the Porsche's number one selling vehicle. Uh, I think last quarter was the Porsche Taycan. The, uh, they, the electric. Oh, okay. I want to see one of those. They're yeah. pretty awesome. I loved it. I was I was so ready to hop on the bandwagon and be like, yo, if you're looking for a super luxury electric vehicle, like $200,000, like the Porsche Taycan's the one. Um, oh, yeah. It looks cool. Very nice. Very nice looking. And it's the it's opposite. The, inter- the interior is the opposite of the Tesla. Like it's definitely maximalist. <laughs> like there's like 270 different positions. You can sit your seat, um, seat warmers. Um, uh, steering wheel warmers, every like things that like we're too like I'm too poor to even think about, <laughs> <laughs> like things that won't even make sense yeah. in my head. <laughs> yeah, all different types of things in the vehicle. Yeah, that if, vehicle's blowing up. Yeah, if I can sell my pie for two hundred grand, I'm gonna get a Taycan. Hey, I think it's Taycan. I've only ever heard it sold pronounced Tycon. But it could be. It's T A Y C A N. Yeah. Like I could be mispronouncing uh, it, but just, like yeah. that's how I've only heard it pronounced. Tycon. Um can't even recommend that one because there's no charging infrastructure. Like they created a great car. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a great car. But I'm like, yeah. how the hell are people supposed to charge this thing? Right. Like now I see videos of people are like, this is why the Audi Etron's better than the Model 3. And I'm like, yo. You're literally going to have trouble charging the thing. Yeah. Like, this doesn't make that much sense for like regular people. Mm. And I'm all about it. We need to do it. But so, yeah, I'm very curious to see like and how it fits in. Mike said about waterfall companies. We talked about it last episode. Um, so I'm not going to go into it too much in detail. But the premise is that you have companies that are. The way that most companies for the past hundred years have worked is that you have a small group of people who have the capital and they want to address a problem. They give that money to uh, another group that tries to address the problem. And then that group gives it to a group of engineers who try to fix the problem. Usually like with many different engineers working on different components to solve that problem. 
Mm-hmm. And then another group finds out that problem and puts all those components together. Some of them might not work together properly and have to go through revision. And then you may need software engineers. You get them in. So it really, it's a waterfall because it starts in one group and then trickles down to yeah. subsequent groups until the problem is fixed. Mm-hmm. This The problem with this type of uh, working style is that if you get down to one of the lower groups... Yeah. And there's a problem, no matter how big, it's very difficult to get that back up to the top of the chain so that it could trickle down into change. And sometimes that can take like years. Like Thanksgiving. Exactly like Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thank you. Yo, I was literally like, yo, it just won't change. It's too late. Like, we've already been doing it this way for so long. Like, we're not yeah. changing it. I, I was literally thinking, yo, it literally is everything. Like, yeah. this is the problem with our government. Like, this is the problem with Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, it's all the same stuff. It's the problem. Like, and it's and it's really the real, like, thing that's supposed to be, like, the light bulb is like, yo, the important thing is small, intermediate change over time. That's yeah. where we'll get, like, actual change. But yeah. if you have to turn the whole ship mm-hmm. every single time that you try to change a small piece it's going to be too difficult to happen right so mike perfect point and it's like this is why the old manufacturers of gas vehicles are going to have so much trouble competing with a strictly electric company like tesla Mm -hmm. because one little thing might happen and it'll take years to even see that change and this is why like if you do notice why do why do all cars look the same now like why is it that They all just make the same type of thing. It's because of this waterfall model where like they can only change one small thing because trying to change the entire car would just be way too difficult and take way Mm -hmm. too long. Like I have to like start from scratch basically. Exactly. And it's just way easier to change like a tiny thing on it and iterate in a small way, but not in a way drastic enough that like can change what it looks like. Mm hmm. So it should work, but it just doesn't because there's too many things that go on with it. Like, for example, like I used it in the last pod. I do recommend going to look, check that one out. We did go into way more depth about it, but there was a software engineer who had code to, to do something that his company wanted him to do. Yeah. So he had this person's old work and he was like, all right, like, let me check this out. Like, and he's like, okay, like Mary, she like, I'm trying to figure this out. Let me message Mary. And he can't find her. Her work email doesn't work. So he tries to get her her phone number and he ends up tracking her down. And she's like, oh yeah, like I actually quit that job seven years ago. So he's holding someone's code from that's seven years old. He has yeah. no idea like the functionality that she was looking for and trying to do. Yeah. But they're like, oh yeah, like this is somebody like use this. This is good. But it's yeah. like, what? Like what the hell are you talking about? Like, completely different stuff and this is what those little trip ups like can make companies like ford take forever to Mm -hmm. get anything done i know but the future is coming Hmm. i'm still very optimistic i may like seem be on here and i'm always like complaining and yelling at someone and like upset but like (laughs) (laughs) i do i am like very optimistic i think some change is coming yeah kind of needs to yeah like it's good like the uh, electric cars are just getting sold more and more mm-hmm. i think we're still at the bottom of an s-curve um and i think 
in a couple of years, by 2025, I think we'll be in the middle of the S curve and it'll just look completely different. Yeah. Weird. There are some good things coming. Mm-hmm. All right. Should we wrap up? Yeah, I feel pretty good. I want to... Yeah. I don't think I have anything else to go off on. I just want to talk about... Um, I'm going to be posting... Um, a survey or like a question. It'll be a poll thing on Instagram. Uh, yeah, all our sh- listeners who watch anime. Yeah, which we know is a lot of you. Like, we know is a lot of you. So think long and hard, mm-hmm. and create a list of your top five anime in order of favorite to least favorite. Hold on, before we get to that. So it has to be in order. Yeah. So it can't just be like top five anime because I'm going to have. I want it to be in order and we should like do it from like five to one. Five being least favorite. The best one is. Okay. So. All right. Heard. I'm going to have a lot of trouble with this, but yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. It'll be tough. But uh, yeah, listeners, think of your top five. Put them in order. Send them through the Instagram poll that I'll be posting soon. Mm hmm. But, um, yeah, other than that, follow us on Instagram if you like anime and you're not already followed mm-hmm. uh, at DTMS underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. And then next episode, we'll be going over our lists and hopefully some of yours. Mm-hmm. So thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Peace. Peace.